Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. Welcome back to yet another exciting episode of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA, and I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. And Stephen tried to do it again. He did back out, but he got back in, and I had to push mm-hmm. the button right at the last second. You sneaky bugger, you. All right. Well, this episode is brought to you by, by, uh, by PromoJournal.com, all right, powered by Promo Corner. Promo Journal is the industry's uh, source for fresh daily content. Check out their exclusive blogs, videos, and podcasts to learn about advertising opportunities. Reach out to sales at promocorner.com. And uh, since we've got uh, Harry Houdini himself here, why don't we say hello to Stephen McFadden? <laughs> he's gone he's, and he's back again. He's hello. all about those nicknames. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, wait till we get to Josh. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. I am uh, ready to talk tech. How's that greenhouse coming along, Stephen? You know what? Um, it's, it's going really well. Yeah. How much have you got done in the last five minutes? <laughs> I was able to uh, pick up a screw that I dropped. Oh, well, good that. thing. You don't want it to end up in your tire. So, Speaking of screws in the freaking tire, tire, this weekend on Saturday, I was driving to Frederick to go out to a restaurant with a friend for brunch, and I freaking ran over a screw in the middle of the interstate. Why'd you do and, that? Uh, huh? Why'd you do that? Because you left it there. <laughs> in the freaking greenhouse in the middle of the interstate, Stephen. Meg Herber, how are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. I am. It's a little hotter here than I'm used to um, this week, but hey, I'm glad to be home. Glad to. I'm kids. My baby starts school tomorrow, so this is a pre-recorded episode. So you guys are going to be watching this on the 13th. Today is the fifth. I actually am flying to New Orleans tomorrow. I'm going to be hanging out with the lovely and talented. Stephen McFadden tomorrow, and I'm sure it's not going to be any hotter there than it is. Oh here. my God, I that's I'm bringing the curls or the frizz, mm. as per Jeff says it. But I'm actually missing her first day of school tomorrow, so I'm like a little. I, I know I'm already having a hard time with all this, so let's just, <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. But I'm okay right now. So how are you doing, Jeff? Uh, you know, I'm I'm good. Thanks for asking. Uh, you know, my kids started school back on uh, August 23rd. Uh, but their last day of school is May 31st. It's freaking okay. weird. Yeah, we're uh, like mid-June. <laughs> yeah, like they start the same time, like each year, it's like that same week of her birthday. But like last year they got out, I don't know, June 2nd or 3rd. Somehow this year they're getting out in like the end of May, which is, mm. I never got out in May when I went to school. Like, come on. Did I. <laughs> come on. All right, so doing all right. But look, we've got a special guest, uh, Mr. Josh Papasil. Is that did I say it right? Pop- Not pop- even close. Popsicle. popsicle. There we go. Popsicle works, pop- but it's posh pishel. You got to pretend there's oh. an H after every S. Wait a second. I, I never knew this. It's like the Grinch. It's yeah. Josh Posh Pishel. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 one more time. One more time. Posh Pishel. Posh Pishel. <laughs> yeah. It's just popsicles. All right. Just popsicle. First of all, how you doing? I'm good. I am freshly 40 years old as of Sunday. So, you know, it was a weekend full of celebrating and today's a little bit of recovery mode. 
you know, sleeping through alarms, things like that. <laughs> so hopefully by the by next week, I'll be back to normal. Oh, well, happy well, birthday. Happy birthday. Absolutely. Happy belated birthday. But it is customary for us to give our special guest, as you know, a good three to four minutes to introduce yourself, what you, you know, maybe how you got your start in the promotional products industry and what you've been up to since. So for those that don't know you or haven't seen you on previous episodes, why don't you uh, just give us the rundown? Uh, yes, I'm Josh uh, Poshpichel. I get Popsicle a lot. Obviously, your J-pop is actually pretty common. Um, I've been in the industry. Well, right now I'm the, you know, I'm now the national account manager here at Hirsch, you know, coming to you live from their showroom today. Um, but I've been in the industry close to a decade now. Uh, started out at a smaller uh, supplier called KTI Promo doing all things tech related. Now here it's all things retail with tech and drinkware and some other stuff mixed in there. I got this, I got my start in promo in a I, you would say shady way, I guess now, because I answered a Craigslist ad, walked in, got the job. I had no clue what I was getting myself into because all I knew coming, working in digital marketing for big box retail was promo was hats, shirts, and pins. I didn't know it was basically everything on the planet. So my knowledge has just grown tremendously, you know, volunteering right off the bat once I realized this was the place I love because I was told once you're in, you don't ever leave. And I fully believe that. Um, it's a crazy industry filled with crazy cool people. And I've loved every single second of it. Nice. Am you I the only one that misses Craigslist? Yes. Yeah, uh, is it not around anymore? I mean, it is, but it, I mean, you know, not really. It's, so, it's like my space. My space is technically still around too, man. So funny enough, um, back in the day when Craigslist was something, you could go on there and it'd be like missed connections or something. You could go on and read them and they'd be really like funny. Personals. Right. But there would also be like, oh, I missed, I saw you on the train station, blah, blah, blah. So I had an interaction with a woman from Massachusetts. I meant to talk about this on the last podcast because our guest was in Massachusetts. But um, I had just, I had taken a left. Long story short, I'd come around out of a parking lot and there was a car in front of me pulled out. So I was the next person to go. So I went a couple of seconds later, I look up and I see some lady, this, I want to call her old, but maybe to insult her, I will. But this lady with blonde hair comes barreling down the road, honking her horn, screaming profanities at me, sticking up the bird. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, really? I was like, come on in here. So I pulled into the gas station thinking like, hey, we'll have an adult conversation about this. Like, I'll, I'll find out what I did to upset this woman. Um, but she got, she was literally about to fight me in a parking lot because she said I didn't stop. She told me to take my big effing truck back to New Jersey. And this lady was so full of fire and fit and vinegar. I, I honestly still don't even know what I did to upset her. But like, she's lucky she got me that can control this, like, there's no way any other person would have, I mean, she was like about to hit my car with her car just to prove a point. So my Massachusetts friends, if you have a, a blonde friend that drives a little green, I don't know, Kia or a Fit, give her my number. <laughs> a what? I don't know. It was lime a green. Fit? A Fit? Like a what Honda is a Fit? fit? 
Oh, uh, I, I thought you were trying to say like Fiat, but like no, it's a Honda Fit. Yeah, I don't know what this was. But <laughs> I call those little cars like that because they're so like it's a hatchback and it's so crunched but a little tall. I, I say it looks like a pregnant roller skate. I, roller skate, right? Yeah. <laughs> My daughter actually had one, um, and they were in a really bad car accident a couple weeks ago, but they're fine. It's Honda, but it was yeah. destroyed. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's how you know, I'm doing. Speaking of small cars, I haven't seen one of those smart cars in a long time. Neither have so I. Are they still around? I don't know. Those things they're, are tiny. They are tiny. Yeah. You see just more Teslas than anything nowadays. Yeah. Well, that's because of all the tech, Josh. All of the tech. Okay, so what a segue, uh, Jeff. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm on it today. What can I say? So, since we're talking tech, uh, and you got started in tech with um, with you said KTI, right? And then now you're with Hirsch. I'm sure you've got a a lot of uh, knowledge and experience to bring to the table and to the conversation. So, and Stephen, I think you've got some nerdy news for us in a little bit about the tech industry or about the, the tech category in our industry. But we want to talk to people about why they need to be considering tech, things to look out for when selling tech, and any of that stuff. So why don't you drop some knowledge bombs on us? Where do you want to start the conversation, Josh? Uh, I don't know. We can just start. I mean, there's a lot to go over. I definitely think like it could be an hour-long video to go over tech, and you'd only scratch the surface of things. Um, first things first, don't be scared to sell it. It's really not that difficult. Um, it's part of everyone's everyday life at this point. You're always on your phone or these days you're getting notifications on your watches and it's all built into your car. You're using car, Apple CarPlay and, and whatnot. It's not anything to be afraid of and you don't need super in-depth knowledge to make someone excited about buying a piece of tech, I think is what it is. Yes, you want to know the ins and outs of it, but when you're presenting it to someone, you don't need to tell them always like wattage and amps and all of that, unless it's a power bank, then they need to know like what the capacity is. But most of the time you just need to know enough about the product. And if it's a retail brand, it's a lot easier in that sense because there's already like a JBL website or something with all of that information there that you can send them to, or they've already seen it in a store and that trust factors built into that. Mm -hmm. I think that when you're looking at tech, especially in promo, we do have an endless amount of options here, right? You have everything from low cost overseas, not retail based to retail brands like Hirsch sells. So the education levels are different because a lot of what we sell People know, they've seen it. It's advertised like crazy throughout the holidays and all sorts of of things from iHome to JBL. Some of them like iHome, I can say that all of those alarm clocks with USB ports, they're found in 95% of your hotel chains, right? It's super easy. They'll go in, they'll be like, oh yeah, I remember that. And it that clicks. It The fear I feel like comes in when you're dealing with those lower cost tech options that aren't those retail brands, then that trust factor isn't there. So you have to build that in. Like as a supplier, I have to build that in with my my distributor customers and then the distributors have to build it in with their, mm-hmm. their end buyer clients um, and making sure that's where I would say, ask your questions, ask like, do you have certification paperwork on it? Especially when it comes to the batteries, that's a big deal. Your rechargeable products, which is basically everything, your Bluetooth speakers, your earbuds, power banks, all of that. You want to make sure those certifications are in place for those batteries, because that is your main component that can mess up a tech product 
in a heartbeat and mm. you don't want the battery to short out after two uses. Um, so yeah, first you know, things first. You, you mentioned those iHomes and the, the clocks and in, in the hotel rooms. And I feel like every hotel room that I go into, they still have those clocks with the little attachment on the top. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm, I'm old school. I still have got, you know, my eyes. An Android. Uh, hey, I have that too. It's fun to plug it in and see what you were listening to back then. <laughs> well, no, not not only that, but I'm thinking like those things are still in hotel rooms, but Apple hasn't made like an iPod in, in years. So I'm wondering, like, I'm thinking that's like going to be one of those products like the rotary phones where kids are going to go into these hotel rooms and they're going to see these things. Like, what the hell is that little attachment for at the top? That's so, funny. Anyhow, that's, that's where my mind wanders when you're talking about iHomes. Um, so Anyhow, but Josh, you say not to be worried about it or not afraid to sell tech products, but come on, man. We've all received those, you know, the USB drives that are 128 kilobytes and you stick it in and the damn thing doesn't even read. So what do people need to be on the lookout for? You've mentioned certifications, but yeah. when it comes to things like, you know, USB drives or power banks and things like that, what do people really need to be on the lookout for? Uh, uh, power banks, it's all about certification. That's what it is. Um, that's the, that's what you're taking on a plane. It's where you're, it's going in a backpack in your purse or whatever. So power banks have to, you've got to make sure that, that those are certified because those are rechargeable. UL, UL certification. So that, that is, yeah. UL certification. And a lot of them, honestly, UL certified or UL listed certified is a lot. It's a lot of money to invest in, to get UL certified. That's why like your bigger retail brands are your main ones that are going to be UL certified. A lot of your other ones need to be UL listed. So that way they at least meet those requirements and they match them. But maybe that factory doesn't have the, the cash flow to get certified and maintain everything, but it meets everything else, which is honestly still close to being just as good if the customer doesn't have the budget for those you all list it or you all certified the more retail brands. Um, I know when I was at KTI, it was always important for me when we were looking at those products that they had to be at least UL listed from a power bank perspective. Same thing with all of your other products that have batteries in it, your headphones and earbuds and speakers. I was very adamant about making sure all of the batteries in there that were rechargeable were UL listed. So mm. it met all those. From a USB standpoint, it's difficult because right, it's, they're kind of, I don't want to say they're a dying breed because people still use them. I know I still have them and use them, but it's few and far between thanks to your cloud services and holding a lot of that information these days, but it is an easy way in, within companies to pass that back and forth. Mm. Just really, it's making sure it plugs in and it works in their sufficient space. You said kilobytes, that's not even relevant. You need gigabytes at this point. Sometimes now terabytes. Is, yeah. Well, that's, so. that's my point. You know, you, you you get this cool tech item that you think you're gonna go home and be able to use, and then it's 128 kilobytes, and it's like, oh, what the hell am I gonna use this for? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Josh, I have a question. This is more about you know the evolution of tech products. Um, mm -hmm. so like 2010. If you were selling tech products, you were selling things like phone wallets or I don't know what yeah. else there was, but like, you know, honestly, flash drives were huge. Drives. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They so were what, huge. 
What yeah, are, I remember. I, I've got some good experience. Shape ones and all sorts of stuff in twenty. I have one, I think, with Paul Bellatone's head on it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Custom, yep. Um, I, I've so, actually got some some good experience with KTI back when I was working at Blue Chip as a distributor, and uh, we we worked with Carlos there all the time. And he he always told us with, when you're talking about flash drives, there's a certain type of chip within the flash drive that you've got to look out for. I don't know if you, if they were grade grade blah 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 or tier blah blah blah. But whatever that was, it was, I mean, they always used, you know, good, good tiered. Yeah. I mean, it's for us, it was making sure looking at factories and it wasn't coming just run of the mill. We did our own research and had, or KTI had someone overseas that really ran through the factories to make sure it was someone they wanted to partner with for those. Uh, because it was so easy to just basically, it's the only way I can think of saying it is like just right off the street and it's, you don't know what's going into it, but you did. It is the, a chipset that you want in there and you needed your transfer speeds to be up to bat because back then, 10 years ago, it was transfer speeds of 2.0, which now is completely irrelevant. Then you got into 3.0 and then it was 3.1 and now it's gone up since. And that just meant people, it was your transfer speeds between whatever you were putting on from your computer onto the flash drive was how quickly it was going to go over with. And then you could easily tell the difference because if you're looking at the inside of the USB drive, something with a 3.0 was blue. Everything else was hmm. standard black. And yeah. your transfer rates were vastly different. You were looking at a 30% jump in speeds to transfer those files over. Now, if you're getting like hundreds of gigabytes of stuff over, it is still going to take time, but it'll cut the time dramatically. And they don't even make 2.0 flash drives anymore. They're completely obsolete. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that, that's a shift actually that I, I've kind of taken on personally is you know going from, uh, I guess, quality or size or however you want to term it, uh, term it to more about speed. You know, whether yeah. it's a TV, whether it's a USB, uh, you know, a backup flash drive or a backup um, storage drive or whatever, you know, it's not so much about the size anymore. It's all about the speed. So when you're getting a TV, it's 120 hertz at minimum. You know, mm -hmm. if you're getting a, you know, a, a, a backup storage drive for your computer or something like that, trying to transfer all this data that we're dealing with in, in this information yeah. age yeah. Uh, takes literally ages. And so you want the fastest thing possible. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it is, it's, it still goes back to what everyone thrives off of, which is that instant gratification. If it takes too long, you're, you're done with it. You're, it can't go. I mean, I have flash drive, like the external hard drive still too, that have some old files and pictures on it that I transferred over from my Mac after it was going, it was crashing and got rid of it. And now I've got some stuff on a cloud server and some on some hard drives at my house. Oh man. Yeah. I, I look, I'm old school, man. I, I always need a hard backup somewhere. The cloud scares me so much because I'm telling you, one of these days, something's going to erase everything and you're going to all be screwed. Oh, no. I, I was a late adopter to it because for that reason, I'm like, someone's going to hack it at some point. But I'm like, if you want to get into my pictures, you so be it. But remember, what was that MySpace one? That one that and I all my pictures were in that photo bucket. Mm -hmm. oh, they're all gone. All of them gone. So yeah. exactly. So uh, I'll finish my question. So the <laughs> Sorry, <man. laughs> that's okay. Um, over the years, it's it's changed, right? Like what's mm -hmm. hot and trending? What would you say that is the number one tech product or product category in within the tech 
family that people should be selling right now? What is hot? What is trending? What is the number one, uh, you know, what should they be buying or selling? Tough. Um, speakers and power banks. Okay. And the good yeah. power banks, the fast yeah. power banks. The fast power banks. You're the correct. fast yeah. certified power banks. You have to have them. The way that your phones drain now, because we're on them all the time, right? We're answering emails. You're on all of your social media apps. You're on food delivery apps. You're booking you movie tickets, plane tickets. GPS. You're doing everything. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to have a power bank. And used to, you could get away with a power bank that was like a 3000 MAH, which just to nerd out a little bit was going to give your phone back. You want to say 2010, <laughs> probably good 50 to 75% still an emergency charge. Now, the way these run, you're looking at a 25 to 30% charge on your phone at a 3000 wow. MAH power bank. Most of our phones, like your iPhone pro maxes and such, you need a good eight to 10,000 mh power bank to charge your phone a good one time i prefer traveling with a 10 oh. or a twenty thousand mh power bank so i can get but i have to charge my ipad or my laptop or your phone you know sure. you need those those bigger ones and even when i went to when i took my daughter to see taylor swift in april we have these power banks from nimble that it fits in the palm of my hand but it's a ten thousand mah power bank so it fit in that clear pouch for us to take and we both needed our power banks that day because we were trying to take pictures and record videos and it just drains hmm. yeah i i like 20 to thirty thousand for sure and it's got to be fast charging 18 yeah. or 25 watt you know and it's yeah. got to be USB-C. anybody that's still doing that's anything usba Yep. So that's my next question. So I don't have a single power bank except for the ones and everyone that I've received. Even like last year, I received one that had a USB-C and I'm like, I don't have any way to charge my phone with this. Like I got it all charged up and ready to go. And I took it somewhere yeah. and I was like, I don't have any way to connect this to my phone. They need to have both. Like this one right here that I have, it has both. And it right. needs to have okay. both options because not everyone has moved yeah, to having that type C in yet. And does, do you carry those at Hirsch? We do. Of course. There you go. It has to leave soon. Nerdy news. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nerdy, Nerdy news. news. I have another question. Go ahead. You want to do it first? Go for it. All right. So on that thing, would you find that it's um, more popular, the generic cheap versions of things, or are people asking more for the brands? Um, what are you seeing that is the better uh, seller right now? It, the brands. Okay. People are, and it really goes back to your trust factor. Yeah. Is where it goes. Okay. And brands are, yeah. It's such a big part of our life that it's easy to trust them because they're everywhere. Yeah. 100%. And there's accountability there. So, mm -hmm. uh, before I dive into the, the nerdy data here, one uh, the things I think we talk about with every product category is decoration capability. Mm -hmm. And I do know that it seems like with tech, in the beginning, there wasn't a whole lot of options, uh, but now it seems like you've got full color domes and custom shapes and spot colors and pad prints and there's yeah. lasering and it seems to be pretty uh, robust as far as having a good open template for artwork. So uh, do you, you want to chime on that or you want me to go into the data, Josh? Would you say that's a fair statement? Rich? Yeah, it really is. It's all over the board. I think uh, on most of your tech, though, you're going to see your pad prints, your four color process. I don't 
like laser engraving on tech, I is not something I would highly recommend just because of components and stuff, especially on power banks. I wouldn't want to chip anything off of it, but putting more on like, on it, like four color process or pad prints, screen print, even I, I, to me is where most of it is. Cool. Awesome. Um, yeah. The curiosity too, with something like screen, don't you have to dry them? Like, so when you do, you we, we have a certain way to, to dry them without yeah. it not <laughs> getting crazy because we don't want cool. them to get too hot either. Right. So let me go fine, with... It's a fine-tuned process. Yeah. Right. That's, that's Jeff's part-time. That's what he was doing. <laughs> uh, all right. So nerdy news. So product categories that pop up in tech uh, as far as the top 10 or top 20 in the industry based on the consumer uh, ad report. Um USB and USB drives and power banks. Those are the, the top two. Um, those are actually the only two that were mentioned as far as tech, but that's because they subdivide tech so broadly. So uh, for power banks, 51% of consumers would keep or use a power bank for longer than how many years? Two years. 51% would be even more than two years. And USB is 44% more than two years. Um, cost per impression and number of impressions, USBs and power banks have the same number. Care to guess? 2000. What? Four. What? 2000. 870. I was going to say around 564. I, th I thought it would be low, but I, I, I didn't, I, you know, I, I didn't want to sound completely stupid or, or dismissive. But they're always like in your pocket or in a backpack and stuff. Right. So I can see why the number would be lower than something. Yeah, but hey, man, when you're sitting in an airport and you're charging your phone, you got freaking 60 people sitting around you. You hold yeah. it up like this and you tell people. Hell yeah. And you walk by. That's how you get Hell to your yeah. Um. So as far as the most effective products, uh, which they use by behave, uh, consumer behavior and the likelihood that they'll then do business with the advertiser, which I think, you know, ROI is probably the, it's still a very, probably the top piece that people marketers will use to, whether to buy a piece. Uh, power banks was number three and it's 40% more likely. So uh, very successful piece still in promo. Uh, USBs was number five. So there you go. There's some nerdy news on the two tech pieces. and <laughs> I'm honestly a little, and maybe because I don't know if they would rate it tech. To me, I would, but I'm surprised Bluetooth speakers aren't, didn't yeah. list on there because yep. we Not all use them. I mean, even your Amazon devices even too. I use them. That. Like I, so. Yeah. 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 I have like four or five of them laying around the house. That yeah. You know, I will say it is hard to, I think at some point it's going to be hard to delineate what's tech tech what's office what's yeah you know like there's so many categories that cross over each other those ones mm. seem pretty obvious um but i again i think you're right like speakers is in here somewhere right it's like which category did it get put into right yeah that's so, the thing because it's definitely in there i feel like that's what a huge it, seller as the there. individual products continue to get larger and larger it wouldn't surprise me if they create their own you know like bar chart or whatever it is for that piece so Make sure to see what it looks like in a few months. All right. Well, this episode is brought to you by uh, promojournal.com. Okay. Powered by Promo Corner. Promo Journal is the industry source for fresh daily content. Check out their exclusive blogs, videos, and podcasts. To learn about advertising opportunities, reach out to sales at promocorner.com. 
Josh, thank you so much. Poshpishal. Poshpishal. Uh, yep. Posh did, did I do it right or no? No, no, you did it. It was perfect. Good. You were on point. You did not <laughs> screw it up this time. All right. And you're still Josh Popsicle. That's all there is to it. Aww. All right. Really appreciate you coming on and joining us and uh, sharing some knowledge about tech products with us. And uh, Meg, Stephen, um, you know, you guys were all right. <laughs> Thanks. Until Thank next time, guys. We'll be seeing you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.